Welcome to Fran Coach's Franchising 101 podcast series. Here we talk about all things franchising. What is it all about? Is it for you? How do you find the best one to own? And so much more. Now your host, Tim Parmeter. Hello, everyone, and thanks again for tuning in to the latest edition of Fran Coach's Franchising 101 podcast. I am Tim Parmeter, founder and CEO of Fran Coach, and your Franchising 101 host. Today, we have uh, one of our franchise partners joining us today to talk about their incredibly lucrative franchise that is, great buzzwords, recession-resistant, because it is always in need. It's also super-duper sexy, and that might be a little tongue-in-cheek from the surface, but um, definitely recession-resistant, always in need, incredibly lucrative. Uh, before we join, uh, have, our, have our guests join us today, we got two. So this is the two for today. Um, quick reminder of who we are. And Frank Coach is a national search firm dedicated to working with individuals who are interested in owning a franchise. We're partnered with over 600 of the top franchisors in the country, and that spans nearly 70 industries. Our goal is to help clients find the absolute best franchise for them to own. And the goal of the Franchising 101 podcast is to help educate people on all aspects of franchise ownership. That's us. Let's get to the good stuff. Um, Our featured franchise today is called Zoom Drain. Um, And joining us today is the president of Zoom Drain, Ms. Ellen Rohr, and the director of franchise development, Ms. Grace Donnelly. Ladies, thank you so much for joining us. Hey. Hey, Tim. Thank, Thank you, you Tim. so much for having yeah, us. Super, super excited for uh, this. Probably a little little overdue because I know, Grace, you know, I've talked about this a long time ago. And so just uh, just now getting to this. Um, and um, Ellen, super excited. You've got an amazing story. We want to talk all about Zoom Drain and, and, and all the amazing things there. But um, give, us, give us a little peek at, at Ellen and how you even kind of got into uh, Zoom Drain and franchising. Well, I think you had the right adjective. This is one sexy business, one sexy business. If you define sexy as lucrative, uh, uh, recession-proof, essential, honorable, I love so much what we do. We keep good water from bad water. We prevent more diseases than doctors will ever cure. I am absolutely infatuated with drain cleaning. Now, when I was a kid, I didn't know I would end up here, and that's how life is. Tim, I know you've probably taken some some twists and turns in uh, your career. Um, What happened is I married a plumber. I married a guy named Hot Rod, still married to him 40 years later. But uh, he was a plumber. And I, I, my family, we called people growing up. My dad was not handy. I really had no idea. Um, You know, I thought you'd turn the lights on. That was a miracle. You flush the toilet. Who knew what happened next there? So I didn't really have an understanding of the trades. But my husband introduced me to tradespeople and the industries. And for the last, you know, 40 years, this has been uh, my life. And I couldn't love tradespeople more or the industry more, particularly drain cleaning. So over the years, we had a mom shop uh, business once upon a time, Tim, and we struggled um, uh, like many, many, many small businesses do. We fought all the time. We didn't have any money. We didn't have any systems. Uh, I would say to my husband, we need more money. And he would hear, I'm not working hard enough and all of the stress that is associated with that. So, um, you know, I I am uh, very humble, non-judgy, no blaming, like wherever you are, like in your your career, in your life, 
Um, uh, I have made every mistake. I've done every dumb thing out there. So luckily what happened with me is I found some great mentors and now we have podcasts. Like once upon a time, we were talking before about like the typewriter, you know, being older once upon a time, um, uh, I would read the trade magazines. I still do, but now they're digitized. Now there's blogs. Now there's e-newsletters and all that. But I started to seek out information. So you're providing a terrific service, Tim. This is how people get smarter, right? They listen and they learn um, from folks who are, are doing better than they are. And over the years, I have had really great mentors who taught me how to read and use financial reports. So really, my, the, the um, uh, quantum leap in my career came from, this is, this is going to sound super unsexy, but came from learning to use and figure out financial reports. Like, isn't the point here to make some money? How come I wasn't making any money? And one of my mentors, Frank Blau, taught me to read and use a balance sheet and a profit and loss. And this is your asset. This is your elbow kind of thing, you know? So uh, that really made all the difference. And that set me on a career of I've written four basic business books. They're skinny with pictures. You know, like I just, I, I got became obsessed with how do I not know this stuff? I bet a lot of other people don't know this stuff. And that was really my career. And along the line, I've had just an amazing um, uh, a career. I've met with hundreds, maybe thousands of contractors at this point. I've worked for all these big um, associations of contractors in many, many uh, uh, different disciplines. I was the president of Benjamin Franklin, the punctual plumber, when they first started. So I started up that organization. <clears throat> and I've just really like, um, uh, uh, I, I'm just, just so fortunate to have had these awesome experiences. I know home service. I know business to business service. And it, it's just really great to be able to leverage this experience with Zoom Drain. It started because my um, partner and I, uh, Jim Crenitti, and another great friend of ours and our original investor, Al Levy, the three of us got together because um, I wanted to do franchising again. I had a taste of it from Benjamin Franklin, and I wanted to be an owner this time around, right? So that was part of my motivation, and I wanted to work with my best friends and the smartest people I knew, and Jim had just a rockin' um, uh, uh, business started and we thought we could leverage it. So the three of us got together about seven years ago and really decided that we didn't want to be, we didn't want to be the fastest growing, but Grace, what do we want to be? Want to be the best. We want to be you the best. We want to be the best franchisor. So we took our time and really laid out these systems. Our manuals, uh, I, I think we have a hundred man years in the manuals. That's how extensive and inclusive they are to every aspect of your business. Um, we wanted to get a, a rock and model center. You can see from the FDD that we just did just under 14 million in the 2022, or, you know, year ending 2022. Um, and so the, the model center and our corporate store really strong. We test out things. These were, this was all by design. And so when we opened our doors, you know, I took a minute to get to 15 franchisees and now um, you know, as, uh, as COVID hit, COVID was really, really good for us. One business was busier than ever because people were flushing t-shirts down the drain. You know, they were running out of toilet paper. <laughs> so business was booming, but my friend Deb, and, uh, it gave me a chance to slow down and think, okay, now how do we ratchet this up? I'd always had my eye on, um, 
uh, Franchise Fastlane because they are the best when it comes to franchise sales organizations. We found some awesome investors. There comes a time in a company's life where outside investment can be just the right move. And we have the very best investors in MPK equity. So really, um, in that in that slowdown on COVID, when other companies were like panicking, we just hit the gas pedal. And since then now, I think we're at 46 franchisees. 46. Franchisees. Yeah. So we've tripled the last year or so. Um, in terms of size, but we're like still in all the intention is to keep a manageable pace so that our franchisees can get the support that they deserve, that we don't outgrow the growth. We don't want to be the fastest. We want to be the best. So that's kind of the Reader's Digest story um, of how we came together. But uh, it is sexy as all get out because of just what we do is so simple, elegant. It's not trendy, Tim. That's like the thing. It's not going to come and go. It's not going to be replaced by... AI or outsourcing or any of that is just never going to be anything but busier in the <laughs> industry as infrastructure yeah. fails, as water issues become more and more um, uh, acute. Gotcha. You know. Okay. Awesome. Yeah, Ellen, and <laughs> nobody can argue the necessity of drains, right? Like the absolute, I always say, I think we could say we're probably the most need not want offering out there, right? Because nobody wants to call us. That means they have a drain problem. That's a bad day for them. But if they have a problem, they're going to call. Mm -hmm. They're going to call for help. It's not a DIY. (laughs) (laughs) Right. And if if you try the DIY, you're going to definitely need to call you because you (laughs) just made it worse, right? And we'll love you um, anyway. There's no judgment there either. Take a swing. We'll be there for you. (laughs) Awesome. Um, so one of the things I think you guys are right, like when you look at this as a as a business model and a service, right? Like this is, I, like you said, Grace, we don't want to call you, but it's going to happen inevitably, right? Residential, commercial, mm-hmm. whatever, right? So as somebody that's sitting there thinking, gosh, I, I see the need of that business, but like for me, I am the most non DIY person. I got a 10 year old running around in the other room. I guarantee you he is handier than me. Right. So as I sit here and I go, well, geez, I see the amazing things of this business, but I don't know how to do that. Um, Talk through the fact that one, that doesn't matter, but kind of why that doesn't matter and how you can take somebody as an owner that doesn't know the first thing thing about this and still be able to be a great owner and run the business. Yeah, you know, that's not, it's not a focus of ours to find franchisees that have plumbing backgrounds, that have drain backgrounds, because at the end of the day, it's, you know, it could be a value add in some ways, you know, anything, anytime you have a little expertise on a topic that you're applying to a business, it could, it could uh, suit you and it could uh, serve you. But uh, we really want to focus on the business builders so those entrepreneurial minds, the very hungry and motivated individuals, they will scale their businesses. So you don't need to know it because your technicians will know it. Everybody starts with a skilled drain technician. They're not, it's not everybody on the truck is green. They'll have an apprentice with them, but you don't have to know the in-depth of drain. I think it's very healthy for any business owner to take an interest in what their business provides and be open to ride-alongs, be open to asking their tech. Uh, t- uh, questions, whether it be on the first few weeks of their business, whether it's, you know, a couple times a month doing ride-alongs, um, just have some intellectual curiosity on it since 
it's they have the most skin in the game. They're the franchisee. They're the business owner. I mean, that's really well said. Yeah, and I think anybody that's going to be a business owner is also smart enough to how to learn whether it's you know this is this is the way we make the French fries. Got it. Okay, I can figure yep. that out. This is how things are done. I don't need to do it, but but you're, Grace, I think that's a great point. Like, just it's your business. You're going to want to learn. You're going to have, and again, a, a, a you know a, a manual, the training, the support, all of the things from the franchise to make that easy to learn and understand mm-hmm. um, and then just be comfortable with, I think for, for this business, you've got to be comfortable managing people. They're doing something you probably can't or shouldn't do. And some people are a little too micromanaging for that. And well, we we'll probably look at some, something else, right? But you have to, again, kind of trust and be able to get the right people in place for that. Right. So um, yeah, and seeing the value in dreams. Hey everyone, I wanted to take a quick break from our podcast to tell you about our amazing friends at Entrepreneur. If you're looking to become a franchisee or simply learn more about business ownership, and guys, let's be honest, you're listening to the Franchising 101 podcast, so we know you have some interest in this. And I really encourage you to go to entrepreneur.com to check out all of their great content and resources. Seriously, Entrepreneur has everything, all the way from a bookstore to the best podcast webinars and videos, plus information on upcoming events and the latest articles that seriously, they cover all aspects of franchising and business ownership. If you're having trouble deciding which franchise is right for you, start with Entrepreneur's renowned Franchise 500 ranking, which highlights the best franchises of 2022. For 45 years and counting now, Entrepreneur has been and continues to be the most widely recognized and respected authority in the franchise market. Digital and print subscriptions are available so you never miss out on anything. So seriously, what are you waiting for? Go to entrepreneur.com right now and learn more. Talk a little bit about some of the things you guys have from a support mechanism for the, the franchise owner to be successful. And I know there's a lot of things, but maybe hit on a couple of the highlights of uh, the support structure you guys have. So I'll get I'll get us started on this sure. one, uh, Grace. So the idea, like the man, the manuals are, uh, uh, again, I think we have the best manuals I've ever seen or heard of. Maybe, maybe there's a, a hundred year old franchise that might have it a little more dialed in, but it's certainly in the trades. Uh, we have, the content. Now, the manuals are really great for um, training curriculum, accountability, and resources, right? This is where you're going to go. So the support is really grounded in knowing how to do drains. Our, we are drain and sewer experts. We're also customer service experts. We have rock and financial systems, our marketing team. Marketing humbles everybody every day, no doubt about it. Like We're going to focus every day on calls, texts, and trucks. Our trucks, uh, there's no one out there who does what we do to line up these trucks. They're ready to go. They're turnkey. They're full of the equipment. We have great options for uh, leasing if that works for your financing. And the trucks are these just superhero storefronts that travel the area. The, the greatest challenge is always going to be for any franchise, for any business, is going to be calls. And calls and marketing is something that we do in concert with our franchisees and are ever-evolving and learning. I mean, who knew about AI and GPT chat a year ago? I didn't. Like, you know, so this is always always evolving. So we're going we're gonna to develop systems for calls, getting calls from the right customers at the right time, text, your team, 
how to recruit, how to hire, how to manage, how to pay them. All of these systems are developed. And then um, the, the trucks, you know, the trucks and the equipment, making sure that you're operating safely and effectively. And that's the obsession on a day-to-day basis. And, you know, like Grace said, um, at first, you're going to want to hire someone with some experience, and we're going to help you. Google LSA likes the licensing, even in areas where licensing isn't required. Licensing for drain cleaning is very minimal across the United States. But for Google LSA, they're not separating us from plumbers. We know that having a licensed or qualified tech for starters is going to be helpful to you, keep you safe, help you develop some understanding of the trade, as Grace mentioned. But the scalability of this business is with never evers. And this is why we're excited about owner operators who may be coming from the finance world or the sales world or marketing or other areas of business, bring that expertise to the party and our systems and our understandings of the trade will help you get up to speed as a franchisee. And then here's the key, develop never evers as technicians. You know, once you get up and running, you're going to have an experienced guy and an apprentice. You're going to get a second truck and we can shoot the apprentice over there, get two trucks, now two apprentices. And we really like people who've never done this industry before. These are jobs that pay really, really well. You don't have to go to college. You won't have a college loan if you're someone who likes to work with your hands um, if you like the autonomy of being in this cool truck, all these neat tools, like that's the person we um, want to magnetize to come work with us and move up the ranks and help each franchisee really, really grow. This is a franchise that you can get big with, right? This is one that's really designed. If you're ambitious, take a look at Zoom Drain. See how sexy? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and Tim, just to add... Just add to add what you just said, Ellen. Um, for a little hit list, you know, a reminder on the the truck element. Like that is that is big because you don't see that in very many franchises at all. That there is even support in sourcing the trucks, especially with last summer. You know the, how things were going with the supply shortage. Um, the fact that Zoom Drain goes to the lengths they do to get those trucks and then fully equip, wrap get the trucks ready to go to the franchisees. It is, it is above and beyond. There's just support that's unmatched. Yeah. As we grow, we're an emerging brand too, Tim. We make a lot of mistakes, but we're learning from it. And so we're, we're responding. Like we didn't have a call center when we signed on with Fastlane. A year ago, we did not have a call center. But what we realized is that there's not that many calls coming in at the beginning. It didn't really make sense to hire someone in to just sit in the office that you now have to like keep busy. So we said, you know what, at least for starters, let us answer the phone, let us catch those calls. Our franchisees will graduate into catching their own calls, I think for the most part, but we just, we're trying to respond to what's really needed. The truck, we just said, you know what, we're going to do better at getting a truck than you are right out of the gate. So we'll take on that responsibility. So we're evolving in a way that's just designed to like, you know what's great about franchising is that we have these mutually beneficial goals. I want you to make money. I want your sales to go up. I want more royalty. I want you to be successful. I want you to have so many calls that you would never leave me. Like that, like it makes our lives easy when we really focus on the franchisee's success because that's how we win. That's what I love about franchising. Yep. And and the the scalability piece I think is intriguing for, for you guys because 
we don't need we don't need you know two thousand square foot retail space, right? We're basically like mm-hmm. it's it's a truck. There's the metrics to know how much the truck can do when it's time to add the next truck, and then really be able to add more turf, either multiple territories right away. But you can grow into that and being new, like being in that fifty franchisee realm at the moment. There's tons of turf and availability for people to come in and not just get what's left in a particular market, but be able to dominate an entire market for a really low, relatively low investment because of there's not much overhead to this, correct? Yeah, I mean, it's it's in the mid range, you know, it's not like a a fast food uh, truck business, for instance, you know, you're going to have lower investment models. Uh, but it's not uh, what a brick and mortar gym or, or fitness facility would be. We're right there in the in the sweet spot. But you're right about that scalability, and you don't need pricey retail space because people don't come to you, right? It, that, just like a, a, we've got like a warehouse that that warehouse, a strip mall warehouse thing. You know what I mean? Like an industrial park with an overhead door. You can put one or two trucks inside, have safe parking for a few more trucks. You could grow to millions out of a very modest location. And at some point, you might want to expand to a hub-and-spoke arrangement to beat the traffic, to provide opportunities for your guys, to develop your field supervisors. You can scale in a hub-and-spoke way. Um, uh, You know, as you grow this business, uh, we're getting savvier by the minute when it comes to digital marketing. But Tim, this is really old school referral marketing. If you're a friendly person, if you're well connected in your area, if someone on your team is is willing to join the BNI meetings to go to Plumbers uh, Supply uh, Lunch and Learns, you know, to be involved in the community, aren't we always looking for a good guy? I called I called my cleaning. Uh, I have a cleaning team. I called the manager and I said, I need a window cleaner. Can you recommend someone? She recommended a great window person. Like I'm going to go to my network right away. And there's so, the bar is so low in home service and business to business service that you just have to show up on time, use a checklist, be in uniform, have a nice, the, the truck rolls up and our customers already know, oh, this is going to be a premium service. <laughs> Let me see if they're going to deserve it. And then our job is to make sure that we not only solve their problem, but provide good customer service and empathy and love because it isn't a good day for our customers. You really get to be the hero. And so, you know, to, to Grace's point earlier, do you have to be a technical person? You don't, and you can learn it and you should, and you'll fall in love with it. And the people who do this work, and you'll start to recognize what good look, work looks like. Like you said, you'll know how to do the fries. You might not be the best fry guy, but you understand what goes into making the fries. That'll be good. But we all know something about customer service and we've all been disappointed by a contractor. Like you just have to do better. And the, the world is your oyster. Absolutely. Awesome. Woo! A punch mark, an exclamation point from Grace. <laughs> what, um, and, and Grace, I know you are super busy, and I appreciate you you coming on. But anything else before before you guys, you know, take off for the day? Anything else you might want people to know about Zoom Drain that we that we haven't talked about? That's kind of that that last little nugget for us to take with us. Grace, you go first. <laughs> I always like getting the last word. So like for me, I just want to, I know we talked a little bit about this, but I just wanted to add extra emphasis on 
the recession component, recession resistant component, because, you know, that's a, that's a hot topic these days, right? So I was just thinking back to COVID times uh, for myself, you know, pandemic resistant, recession resistant. And I remember that, you know, those days I had a job that was in a non-essential sector. And, you know, we all remember those days. And most people in non-essential sectors were out of work, right? Or let go. And it was a really scary time. And it ended up being a really personal reminder that if you're working in the corporate world or if you own a business that isn't essential, then that business just won't make the shortlist of non-negotiable operations and that it won't be protected during a recession or another pandemic. So again, not nobody's arguing with the necessity of this business. And I just think it's important to add that extra emphasis on the essential nature of it. I love that. I love how practical she, she got here. And what I'd like to do, Tim, for like my last thoughts is just go a little bit more esoteric. Um, I think like if you're considering Zoom Drain, it's good to know what our values are. And here are our values. If these resonate with you, then this might be something that uh, you might want to explore. Um, so uh, energy, we show up. Like this is, it, it's not going to be a corporate desk job. There's a lot of flexibility. Most of the time I'm just on my phone and so are many of the operators in our, in our organization. You can be just about anywhere, but you got to show up. Somebody has to look at the guy. Someone has to be aware of what's happening on the jobs. We show up. And number two is grit, which means we get it done. So problem solving, engineers are welcome, salespeople are welcome, right? Like this idea of like, it's, it's a bit pirate shippy sometimes to be in the customer service business, but that's the fun stuff. That's where the songs are written and the stories are told. So, you know, getting it done is definitely a value uh, we hold, we call it grit. The next one is responsibility. I don't worry too much about the economy because I can't, do anything about it right this minute. I pay attention. We look at interest rates. We're going to see what's happening on the, the global scale. But overall, I'm going to stay focused on what's in my hula hoop. And I expect our franchisees to do that too. So do what you can. If it's in your hula hoop, you own it. And let's take responsibility for it. The fourth of the five values is performance. We keep score. We like data-driven decisions. We want people on our watch to get better, the franchisees and the team members. We don't apologize for scorekeeping, and we use that as a way to make better, faster, more profitable decisions and to help people grow. And then the last, um, the last and perhaps the most uh, um, beneficial value is community. Um, my partner, Jim, is quite an introvert. Uh, and I am not. That's why I'm on the podcast and he's not. <laughs> but it is interesting to me that his favorite part of being involved in Zoom Drain is the friendships that he's made, the community that we have. We bust each other's shoes. We have fun. We're deadly serious about, you know, every bit of this and um, we love each other. And so the community is really um, a value we share. And uh, we're looking for people for whom this is going to be a good fit. Tim, you're a peach to give us this platform today. I love what you're doing. A lot of people are helped by your podcast. Thank, thank you very much. And I'm still, I'm a little stunned, Ellen. Are you trying, trying to tell us that you're not an introvert? <laughs> I, have, I know it's shocking. I have introverted. It's shocking. I'm an extrovert with some introvert uh, uh, details. Like around seven o'clock at night, I will have reached my limit of human interaction. But not today. Not today. 
Not today. That's why we're recording this in the morning. So you guys are you guys are fantastic. So Ellen, Grace, thank you so much for for coming on and joining us today to talk about Zoom Drain. Thanks so much. Thank you for having us, Tim. Bye, Tim. Thank you. Take care. Bye. You guys are welcome. And for all of our loyal podcast listeners, thanks so much for always tuning in to us. Uh, Reach out to us anytime, FranCoach.net, Franchising101podcast.net. There's never any fee for our service, so let's help you create your better tomorrow. Thanks, everybody. Have a fantastic rest of your day. Thanks for listening to FranCoach's Franchising 101 podcast where our ultimate goal is to help educate you on all things franchising so you can create your better tomorrow.